Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. This is where you get nutrition, health, fitness, performance, all perfectly packaged together in a bite-sized podcast to help educate and motivate you to stay on your fitness journey. 2024 is upon us, and uh, I thought it would be nice to do a show that really highlights like four actionable routines, four actionable habits that we can start in 2024 that will help us to lose weight, feel great, have more energy, uh, cognitively perform better, but just overall feel healthier at the end of 2024. So this might be a, an interesting podcast to take some notes on. Uh, we're going to go over four of my top biggest tips to really own 2024 for your health and your fitness. Uh, real quick, before we get into that, though, uh, the sponsor of today's show is me. And I would like to ask you to do me a favor. There's a link in the description that you can click on to leave me a Google review. I know a lot, not a lot of people ask for Google reviews, but I'm asking for you to review my podcast or me as a person and a personal trainer uh, on Google. That helps people find my personal training services here in Northwest Arkansas. And honestly, we're starting something really special uh, in Northwest Arkansas when it comes to personal training. Uh, I've got another guy underneath me now. Uh, Jacob's doing incredible. So really, uh, leaving those reviews for me on Google really helps me out. So I appreciate you taking the time to do that. The link is in the description. Uh, tell me what you think about the show or tell me what you think about my advice as a coach. As always, we tune into these shows because this is like a weekly coaching session for you to set your mind on healthy habits, to set your mind uh, on things that you can be doing to invest in your health. Yes, invest, not just wealth, but in your health. Uh, because when, every time you make healthy choices, healthy tips that you put into action, you're investing in your future self, your five-year-from-now self or your 10-year-from-now self. So hopefully these four tips will really give you some areas that maybe you can clean up on some things in 2024 and and really start to put some of these things into action and see the benefits that result from them okay so let's start number four number four drink less caffeine and drink less alcohol let's start with caffeine for a second um caffeine how does caffeine give you energy when it doesn't have any calories whatsoever uh, by itself Think about that for a second. How does caffeine give you energy if it doesn't have any calories? Well, caffeine stimulates the adrenal glands to push out adrenaline and cortisol. And adrenaline and cortisol gives us a surge or a spike of energy. But really, if you think about the nature of adrenaline and cortisol, are these supposed to be used multiple times a day? Uh, these reserves, these uh, incredible reserves of energy that we can tap into, do you think they're supposed to be used multiple times a day or every day even? Probably not because those are reserved for fight or flight activities, uh, stimulating activities that we would need surges of energy. But you see, modern humans have found a way to tap into that and of course, if a good thing is good, even more is better. And so people abuse caffeine. Now let's talk about, let's shift and talk about alcohol for a second. Um, alcohol 
uh, is the exact opposite. It's not a stimulant, it's a sedative. So now we're, we're starting our day with caffeine and we're stimulating ourselves artificially. Then we come home from work. It's been a long day. I'm stressed out. I want to drink. Okay. So now you're going to sedate yourself into a calm state. So you see how there's this uh, ebb and flow that's happening artificially stimulating in the morning and artificially sedating in the evening. We're not letting our natural rhythms happen in the human body. And this can be dangerous because uh, caffeine in particular, stimulating cortisol and adrenaline constantly uh, over time leads to a high cortisol, high adrenaline state. This is where people get into adrenal fatigue or adrenal dysfunction, whatever you want to call it. And you feel like you're entering into like burnout territory, right? Well, that high cortisol state leaves us feeling stressed out a lot of the times, almost wired but tired all the time. And then you come home and you feel like the only thing that really brings you out of that state rather than, you know, doing some calming activities or, um, you know, doing some healthier things, people usually reach for a glass of wine or a beer or something like that. So I really want to emphasize like uh, it's not all or nothing. And that's what you're going to hear a lot about in this show is like we're, we're not talking all about completely ditching caffeine or completely ditching alcohol or completely ditching processed foods. But what we want to do is focus on in 2024, how do we drink less caffeine? Maybe switch to one cup of coffee per day. Um, you know, just enough that you get your enjoyment. Cause I think I get enjoyment out of my cup of coffee every day, but I don't need two or three. And I definitely don't need caffeine afternoon when my body should be tapering down as the day goes on, which side note, caffeine has uh, anywhere from a six to eight hour half-life in most people. So we all process caffeine differently. And um, that means if you have a hundred milligrams of caffeine for most people, eight hours later, you still have 50 milligrams circulating through the bloodstream. That means eight hours after that, you still have 25 milligrams of caffeine circulating in the bloodstream. That means that most human beings that drink coffee on a regular basis or energy drinks or whatever, they literally have caffeine circulating in their system 24 hours a day. Think about that for a second, how that could be problematic. So let's focus on some healthier habits with caffeine and with alcohol. Uh, in particular, an alcohol, my clients and I, we try to live by the one to three drinks per week. How would you like to have them? Never more than two at a time. Okay. So three drinks per week, um, never more than two at a time. So I hope those tips help uh, switching to one cup of coffee, maybe, or one energy drink per day, and then uh, keeping alcohol in its proper place, preferably on the weekends and preferably socially around other people. Uh, maybe not drinking alone, things like that. Let's move on to number three. And, you know, this one could also be number one, honestly. Uh, but, I mean, the, it's, it's literally one of the biggest health interventions you could possibly do for yourself is to resistance train and to walk and move your body every single day. So resistance training every other day, walking and moving, swimming, biking, hiking every other day. So I think this is so beneficial because resistance training really, uh, it prevents against the, the biggest killers of human beings on the planet, um, heart attack, heart disease, stroke, obesity, diabetes, cancer, 
Uh, it even protects your brain against Alzheimer's, dementia, um, all-cause mortality. What does that mean? That means literally it protects me against even just being in a car wreck like I was in two years ago. Uh, you're more likely to survive that if you resistance train uh, on a normal basis. Uh, I preferably, and my clients and I, we all train Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, you try to be walking 10,000 steps a day, maybe going for a hike or a bike or a swim, uh, walking the dog, just doing something active. A lot of times for me, it's yard work. It's working around the house, things like that. Not everybody has that, um, you know, that opportunity. Maybe you work a desk job 40 hours a week. Uh, so you have to be extra, uh, cognizant on like, when can I, every 15 minute break, you know, every lunch break, I'm taking a walk, I'm moving, I'm stretching, uh, and then, of course, on your days off, you're, you're planning a hike, a bike, something active, trying to move as much as possible with those three days of resistance training. And I emphasize that because it it's if you could bottle up and put in a pill what resistance training does for us, it would be a trillion dollar drug. But yet it's free, it's right at our disposal, but not everybody wants to utilize it. Everyone would rather sometimes rely on pharmaceuticals. So before I get off on a tangent, let's go into number two, which is eat more whole foods than processed foods. And you notice I said, just eat more of them. Don't completely eliminate processed foods if that's not realistic or, or measurable or tangible for you. Um, and, and this really is staggering that 70% of the U.S. American diet is made up of ultra processed foods. I heard that stat yesterday uh, on a podcast, Sean Stevenson, shout out to Sean Stevenson and his book, Sleep Smarter. He had a podcast yesterday all about anxiety and he interviewed someone and, and really, really great show if you want to look that up. Um, it's his show is called The Model Health Show, Model Health Show. So anyways, 70% of the U.S. American diet is made up of ultra-processed food. That means that 30% is made up of whole, real foods. All I would ask you to do is try to flip that number upside down. Try to flip that number, and this is one tip they gave on the show that I'm just stealing and giving to you, which is try to eat 30% processed foods and 70% whole, real, unadulterated foods from the earth from creation. Okay. Uh, and there's, this is exactly why there's lots of ways to do this. This is exactly why my clients and I like to follow smoothie salad roasted. That's a term that I, I made up, uh, to, to keep things really simple. Uh, my Monday through Friday, I'm trying to own my Monday through Friday. So I'm trying to own, uh, my, my home life, so to speak. So I'm not always at home. Sometimes we're traveling. Sometimes we're doing different things. And life's out of sorts. And we just kind of deal with what happens during those times. But when I'm at home, my Monday through Friday routine, I try to own that because I have control over that, right? So I don't need to be deviating way off course uh, when I have control of my situation. I can save that for those times that I don't have control and I'm forced to deviate, then I'll deal with that circumstance. But smoothie salad roaster works really good because you can start your day with a smoothie. You can always have a salad for lunch. Uh, even if it's cold outside, suck it up, Sally, you can do it. Um, 
And then roasted for dinner is always just, what am I thawing out? What am I chopping up? What am I roasting? And it, man, at the end of the day, it's so flavorful too. So that's why the smoothie salad roasted just keeps things really simple and it works really, really well. And if you have any questions about the smoothie salad roasted, please DM me on Instagram or Facebook, shoot me a message, and I'd be glad to answer any questions or send you a meal plan on the smoothie salad roasted. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the number one thing that I could give you to do if you change nothing else in 2024. The number one thing that I could give you is this live by the 12 3 rule. What is the 12 3 rule? This is actually, a, again, something else I stole from uh, Dr. Thomas Seafried. He's a very famous doctor, especially in the, the realm of Alzheimer's, dementia, and blood sugar. Um, if you want to look up some of his stuff, it's absolutely incredible. I've been listening to him for years, and he has one thing called the 12-3 rule. And this just means that we're going to be making sure that for 12 hours of the day, we are not consuming any calories. And three hours of the day before bed, we're not consuming any calories. So no food for, for 12 hours a day, uh, and it, particularly no food up three hours before bed. And really, I should probably do a whole show just on fasting because the benefits of fasting, that in exercise, are staggering. I mean, again, the single-handed most valuable health intervention you could possibly do neck and neck fa fasting and exercise again if you could bottle the, what these two things do for us and and package them and sell them uh, it would be the most um it would be the most successful pharmaceutical drug in the history of mankind Success, probably the most successful product period of mankind and that's how beneficial fasting and exercise can be. And, and studies consistently look at fasting and exercise. And what they show is they have the same benefits. So fasting is like you're getting the same benefits of exercise without exercising. Isn't that amazing? It improves your blood sugar. It improves your immune function. It reduces blood pressure. It heals, heals the gut lining on and on and on and on. Fasting is so beneficial and particularly fasting um, three hours before bed. So in other words, stopping eating any calories three hours before bed, it puts you in such a better position to get a better night's regenerative, regenerative quality sleep. And also not, not only that, but, uh, it helps you burn more fat as well. And here's why let's talk about metabolism for a second. Meta your metabolism every day starts the day uh, and it's ramping up and getting faster and faster. So let's say you get up at 6 a.m. And let's say your metabolism is getting ramped up. So it's not at its fastest point yet, but it's ramping up and gets about at its fastest point at the mid part of the day when we eat lunch. Okay. Now, as the day goes on, the metabolism again starts to shut down and goes slower and slower and slower and slower up until bed when the metabolism is pretty much supposed to be shut down at that point when it comes to digestion our food at least. And then we are set up to not use energy to digest food. The body's set up to use that energy to get a nice regenerative uh, quality of sleep. And it has to go through the gears, so to speak, you know, 
uh, deep sleep is first the first gear we kind of get into in the night. Then we go into some light sleep. And then as the night goes on, uh, we go into REM sleep. And that's where rapid eye movement sleep is where we are in a dreamlike state. And this is like miracle grow for our brain. This really helps our brain um, get saturated in the things it needs to uh, recuperate and uh, perform again the next day. So the other thing that happens during, and well, let me back up. When we are sleeping and we talk about metabolism, the one thing that can throw off all those gears, like deep sleep, REM sleep, light sleep, and really just kind of jar up and gunk up the system is high blood sugar. So eating close to bed, uh, especially carb-rich foods close to bed, uh, this jacks up your blood sugar, which jacks up insulin, and therefore suppresses glucagon. We're going to talk about that in a second, but the one thing it does is it really disrupts our sleep cycles and we get a poor night's sleep. This leaves us the next day feeling uh, more tired, more irritable, more cranky, less cognitively sharp, searching for our words, more brain fog. And then we also make poor decisions throughout the day because we did not go through this nice quality um, cycles of sleep. Now, blood sugar throws all that off. And so we want to make sure that we're optimizing blood sugar. And of course, you can do that with a lot of the tips that we have today, exercising, uh, eating more whole foods, less processed foods, um, you know, even drinking less caffeine and keeping your stress low. Uh, and of course, alcohol will lower your blood sugar and, and keep you sleeping better at night. But one of the most things, the, the most important things we can do is shut off all calories and consuming any food three hours before bed. So for me, that's about 6.30 at night is the cutoff point that I don't allow myself to have any food. And I will tell you, I've been tracking my sleep for, I don't know, four or five years now using different wearables. And the best nights of sleep I've ever had was when either I didn't eat dinner or I ate a really, really early dinner, like 4.30, 4 o'clock, you know, sometimes 5 o'clock. Those are the best nights of sleep that I got when I had a solid five hours of no calories up until bed. So now the other thing I want to touch back on was uh, the part where I said you get better fat burning. Okay, this just makes sense. Um, if we stop eating three hours before bed and that lowers our blood sugar, we burn the most amount of fat in a day, arguably, when we sleep. And why is that? Because you're fasting. You are not consuming any calories, any food, and particularly any sugar. So insulin drops down to this really low state. And when insulin drops down to this really low state, that means glucagon goes really high. Glucagon and insulin are inverse. They're completely, when one's high, the other's low, and vice versa. Glucagon is what pulls fat out of the cell so that we can burn it for energy. Insulin is what takes fat and puts it, it crams it into the fat cell. That's what insulin is designed to do. So, and it's, I mean, and both insulin and glucagon do a lot more uh, than just those two particular things. But my point is that we want insulin to be low while we're sleeping. So glucagon can be high and all night long, we're dipping into our fat cells at night. Okay. So there's so many reasons why this 12-3 rule is my number one thing that if you could, you could do nothing else in this podcast that I give you, if you could do this one thing, 
make sure your fasting window is greater than 12 hours every single day and stop consuming any calories up until three hours before bed. I promise you, you will see massive results just from that. You will be leaner. You will lose body fat. You will sleep better. Your cognitive and mental health will be better. Um, you, you will wake up and have more energy and vitality and spring for life. Uh, there's so many reasons. And I've seen this over and over again when people did this one thing. So let's recap all four. Number four, drink less caffeine and drink less alcohol. So you notice I didn't say don't drink any caffeine and don't drink any alcohol. Let's just keep those things in their proper place. And we had some really good reasons why. Number three, resistance train, walk, hike, move every other day. So resistance train one day, walk, hike, bike, swim, move, do something active the other day. Try to do this at least six days a week. Do something active every single day. I promise your brain and your body will dramatically thank you for doing that. Um, and it'll protect you against the biggest killers in the world. I don't know about you, but I really don't want Alzheimer's or dementia. I don't want cancer. I don't want heart attack, heart attack or stroke. And those are all three prevalent things in my family history. So I'm investing in these things because I want to prevent myself against what's already stacked against me, stacked in the deck against me with my genetics. Number two, eat more whole foods than you do ultra processed foods. Remember, try to flip that number over on its head that you're eating 30% processed foods and 70% real whole foods. Um, I try to even do more like 80-20, but it's not always uh, the case. And then of course, we just talked about the 12-3 rule. That's our number one tip. If you could do nothing else, stick to the 12-3. I promise you will get actionable results just from that. And listen, it's like, what is it, Friday, the 29th of December, 2023. If a month from now, January, the end of January, you've gotten massive results off any one of these things, please, I want to hear about it. So leave me a review on Google. <laughs> you can do that. The link is in the description. Uh, or you can DM me on Instagram or Facebook or any of the any platforms where muscle, Muscles and Veggies is at. Uh, but that's the show for today. I hope that you have a wonderful uh, 2024, and I hope that uh, these tips really helped in tuning in this week and getting your session of coaching from the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast. Review the show on in whatever player you're listening to. Subscribe to the show because we put out a show every single week and share the show. So share this with somebody else who probably needs a weekly coaching session or you think they might like it. Uh, but that's all for the show today. I'll see you guys next week.